Hello and welcome back to Season 3 of TK's A-Brigade. I am your host, TK, along with my best friend and special co-host on the Friend Series, Chris Doughboy. We have been talking about our life together and we are going to continue in Season 3 as we discuss the ins and outs, the ups and downs, the good, the bad, and the ugly of our friendship. We're going to have some special guests on with us and we're going to share our life together as we continue to grow and uh, make more memories. So please tune in as we continue down that road here on TK's A-Brigade. Okay, last time we talked about 2000, man. I think we were living in Ramblewood. And uh, you were, uh, you had moved out. You and Danielle moved in with her mom over in, uh, what is it, Buena Vista? Uh, Lago Vista. Vista. The hood now. You know, every time I think of that, I think of uh, White Man Can't Jump. (laughs) When she's like, there ain't no Vista and there ain't no view of no Vista. Yeah, there ain't no Vista of no view. Dude, that's a great movie quote. I'm glad you remember little tidbits like that, especially where you lived during that time. It adds dynamic to the story for sure. So 2000 was a crazy year, man. Switchback was looking to get signed, but, you know, Sean was his rock star self, right? He wasn't, uh, I don't know, man. He wasn't trying to do anything special other than just be Sean, which I'm not trying to bag on Sean, but <laughs> it was hard, man, because everybody else is working their, their tail off trying to get stuff done. And I remember we had uh, decided that Thunder Road had run its course and it was time to go back in the studio and do record number two. And we were playing like every weekend uh, that March. Uh, yeah. R- Ramblewood kicked me out because I couldn't pay rent anymore. <laughs> you got to be pretty bad to get kicked out of Ramblewood. Oh, it was bad, bro. And not to mention, I lost my job at Cluck U, so I couldn't pay rent anymore. Switchback was still gigging. We got a gig out in Greeley. Uh, that was the first time I met Nicole. It was at that bar that was in Garden City. Um, I don't remember the name oh, of it. Oh, it's downstairs? Yes. Yeah. Um, that was... Uh, you know what I'm talking about? Maybe. So I, know I what met you're Nicole about there, man. Yep, and exactly she, uh, her and I, you know, we hit it off. And, and uh, I remember she had just got out of a relationship like three months before that. And the previous relationship was over. So she was ready to start dating again. So I said, hey, I need a place to live. And she said, well, I got a two bedroom condo <laughs> and my hey, daughter's never hey, home. Travis, I need a place to live. And yeah, she was like, oh, well, you're, you know, you're a rock star, right? Ha ha. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. That didn't work out very well. But so, yeah, I end up moving to Loveland again for the third time. And so we're in March, April. We get to May. And anyone that knows our group knows that every year we would go up to Storm Mountain because there was a annual party that happened every year up on Storm called the Teepee Party. And this was the 30th year. That was the um, the last Teepee Party before the big fire up there on, on Storm. That burned down the first time. Yeah, that burned it down. Well, first time in our lifetime. Right. But that was a huge party, man, because um, two years prior to that, or I'm I'm sorry, not two years prior to that, um, (laughs) six months prior to that, my nephew, Nick, was born, uh, Seth's son. And the previous year, I had confronted Seth at the teepee party in front of everybody. So it must have worked. About the fact that he was denying he was Nick's dad. There was some beef. And I remember him coming up to me and telling me that he was so proud that he had a new son at that teepee party in 2000. Wow. Oh, yeah. Oh, there was some uh, 
there were some nights. Uh, little D McGee was involved in a, uh, in a in a in a breaking up an altercation with Seth and I, Tom Woolrich and Sean and Eric. Um, but yeah, so spring into early summer 2000. Uh, the it was the party before the big fire. That was fun. Yes, it was. And that was right in July of 2000. You and Danielle were living with her mom in Lago Vista uh, in the trailer out there. Uh, we were we were hanging out. We were still going out. We were we'd go out to your uh, your mom's house um, and have dinner and hang out with your old man. Sunday barbecues, man. Barbecue chicken. Oh, dude. And your, your old man, I, I loved every time we'd show up, bro, after the initial when he found out that I was old enough to uh, partake in the uh, the cannabis, he'd be like, hey, bud, got any, bud? And I'd be like, yeah, I got some. Why? He's like, because, bud, I got the little blue bong, but I got nothing to put in it. And I'd be like, okay. Dude, your old man, I, I'm sure you've partaken oh, yeah. with him. I've sold to times. him. <laughs> he, <laughs> he, he loved, he'd hit it. He'd hit the bong, and then he'd hold it, and then when he let it out, he'd do this fist pump like up. Oh, he still dude. He did that. He did that uh, in the hospital right before he died. Oh, he was. He had his leg. I wish everybody could see me, but they, he had his leg up. Like I have a picture. I'll show you the picture. Okay. I have a picture of him. He had, it was like this, and he kept doing this, ashing it, like because <laughs> he was transitioning, so he wasn't even sure. here anymore. He was already gone. Sure. sure. And he ashing it, and then he'd go like this. He'd go <sighs> like he was taking a hit. And then oh he'd make boy. a fist. He'd go, yeah. Oh, that was definitely and then he'd lay Kermit back down. for sure. Oh, yeah. It was, my brother was there. My sister was there. We all saw it. Yeah, that was Kermit. He definitely had a lot of attributes. Uh, that was just one of the things that's definitely memorable. I mean, we're talking about tripod, right? Kermit, holy moly. I can picture that smile, that kind of a smirk on his face. Like he knew something that you didn't know. And I, I, I loved it, man. But, yeah, we go out there. So the summer of 2000, living in, in Loveland, right behind Thompson Valley, uh, Nick was like six, seven months old, man. We uh, started working at Perkins for the third time. Good old Perk. I don't remember what you were doing. I think you were you. What, what I what, was. What so by then, I was I was actually probably still in new construction, uh, HVAC or tinning. Some people call it. Depends on who you are. Heating and air, uh, new construction homes. Um, but I I was starting to kind of step away from everything because Dan- Danielle. Um, I was trying to build a relationship. And raise somebody else's uh, son. Yeah, that's difficult for sure. And how old was he? How, how old was Nathaniel? Uh, in 2000? I don't even know if he was born yet. Uh, what's today? Is it 22? N- n- gosh, I'm trying to remember his birthday. Might have been 02 when he was born. Because Rebecca is 02. And they're close to the same age. He's actually a little bit older than her. So I, I bet you was 01. I so honestly had, don't so know when he was born. He hadn't been born yet. Possibly not. She might have been pregnant with him because I was with her when she was pregnant with him. Okay. Because the baby daddy, who will remain nameless, uh, disappeared as soon as he found out he knocked up a 15-year-old. And you just left your gun in the holster, right? I mean, basically. You didn't go find him and no. dig a shallow grave? No, I had no... I had no beef with him. He just—that's his choice, I guess. Which, understandably, and you know, we all have, yeah, we all have those those things in our life, right? That just go through. So, but so here we are, 2000, moving into the the fall of 2000. Well, I, I shouldn't say the fall, we, the late summer. So, Sean had a his favorite 
birthday party. You remember the the party? What it's was bitch it called? Bitch and bash. Dude. So Sean had a birthday party every year at his mom's house. Should have called house. it the eagle the ego bash. <laughs> the 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 birthday party that that's there, the gonna, that's the rooster crowing. That just proves that we're outside. <laughs> that just shows that you know somebody's listening that should not be listening. But um, I remember. Did you go up and help build the stage up there at his mom's? I did. Do you, do you remember that weekend? Vaguely, like oh, unhealthy dude. and doped up, and yeah. You sound like a crackhead. But yeah, we went up there every year for like seven years at the end of July. I mean, those were memorable weekends. And we'd go up there and we would party for the weekend. Uh, the bands would play. We'd have different people. Big bonfire. We had a, a potluck every year um, on the last night. And, dude, that was that was fun, man. And then, so we get into the into August of that year. Uh, me and Janelle and Nicole went to Disneyland out in California. And uh, we had a fun time. That was a long road trip, man. Drove there and back. Oh, I bet you guys had a baby with you. Oh, yeah. It was uh, well. We had a baby and a seven-year-old, so it was it was um, yeah. It was good times, man. Um, we get into the October. We play. I forget where we played that year. Oh uh, man, I think it was just Sean, but Nicole and I were dating, and then well, the band. No, I take that back. So rewind. Right before the the bitch and bash that year, we actually got invited to um, Joe Cocker's house. I remember hearing about that down in Crawford. Mike Columbia, do you remember Mike? I do. Columbia? I do. I was. It's really weird that you just mentioned that name because, literally, like a week ago, two weeks ago, <laughs> I was thinking about Leslie and hoping she's well because she was always a really good person. And I was like, huh, I wonder where he's at. And I looked for him on Facebook. You can't find him. Oh, you can't find him anywhere, bro. I've I don't for know him what as well. To him. I hope he's well. I mean, he's a cool ass dude. Well, he's from Boston. He grew up in Massachusetts, and then he moved down to Florida, and then he came out here with some friends from Florida, and that's when we met. Uh, he met Leslie and married her, but I think he got homesick and probably went home. So, me, Columbia, Eric, Sean, the band, my sister, we went down to Crawford, man, uh, right before the Bitch and Bash uh, to Joe Cocker's birthday. The sub dudes invited us to come down via Joe. Uh, we come back, yeah, then we went to California, and then October uh, played a big show, and I think that was the last show Switchback ever played. Does everybody know who Joe Cocker is? Uh, if you don't know who Joe Cocker is, go watch The Wonder Years. He was one of the originals of the original Woodstock. He, um, yeah, he's 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 a legend when it comes to the that that rock. He's got the uh, that real kind of a raspy male version of uh, Janis Joplin is the best way to describe him. But yeah, <laughs> that's a good, very famous a good uh, artist. But yeah, so so we get into November. Doing a lot of drugs, man. Oh, yeah, a lot. Turned 21 that year. And so I decided I was going to go get a job at Archers in Fort Collins. And Archers, whoa. Nicole and I had pretty much gotten to a point where it just we decided it wasn't working anymore. So I moved in with Sean and Eric on 14th Street Southwest right off of Taft, or not Taft, uh, 402. Have mercy. Living there, uh, lived there for six months on and off between there and my sisters. Janelle was living in Fort Collins off of West Lake with Nick. That's where she met Kelly. You remember Kelly? I do. The girls' dad? Yep. So, sidebar, um, recently I found out that I have a full-blooded niece 
Well, I knew about her, but I found out that my sister and her actually started talking again. Really? And crazy, yeah. And the, here's the crazy thing. So Jacqueline? Janelle, huh? Jacqueline? Yes. Janelle had a baby, uh, her third, it was her third daughter. I'm sorry, her second daughter, her second kid, first daughter in 2000, uh, 2000, 2001. Uh Made a decision not to have an abortion, but made a decision to give it up for adoption just because she felt that she wasn't prepared as a, a parent to be able to raise her. So she gave her up for adoption. A very wealthy uh, Long Island, New York uh, lawyer adopted her. And I remember all that. Last year, I get a picture in my inbox, in my email, of this really beautiful 20-year-old blonde with the caption, This is your niece, Jacqueline. She just graduated from high school, and she's headed to Penn State. Oh, wow. And I was like, good for her, man. I mean, I'm a Hawkeye fan, but you know. But anyway, so 2000, 2001, working at, uh, working at Archers in Fort Collins, the, the biker bar from hell. Mike Duran, I think he was in witness protection, but what do you remember? Uh, I uh, Going to Archers to see you be a bouncer. Oh, boy. Um, go in there and watch people play uh, bands and oh every weekend. Uh, it's really funny because there's funny things in, that stick to my memory. That, that Same with no me. Senses they're stupid, not stupid. But uh, the there was a shop across the street from Archers, and you had them make you a radiator, not a radiator um, or glass. Maybe it was it was a glass. It was glass. Benz Wagner glass. It's all like it just yes. shows up in my brain. And I don't know why. It's the stupidest stuff to remember. Oh, I'll tell you why. We'll get to that here in a minute. <laughs> um, but no, just just going up there and and uh, seeing, just I mean, hanging out and watching you check people in. Like I was like the puppy dog. I, I would just sit there and hang out because I had nothing to do with my life uh, except go to work, get off work, uh, move, you know, get rid of some dope, do some dope, and uh, hang out all hours of the night. Yeah, you were. Uh, My parents gave me way too much freedom. You weren't useless. You were just. Uh, you were living your best life. I mean, at, <laughs> at that moment. at that moment, yeah, I think it was what I thought was my best life. Well, I mean, in hindsight, wrong, we look back and go, "Really, was it though?" Really, you know, yeah. At the yeah, moment, super right? Super question of the day. So it was two thousand. So spring of two thousand one. This is two thousand one. Uh, I meet up with uh, this musician named Greg who had a house on Meadowlark. He was this very anal retentive saxophone player who had a, a big house and he lived there by himself. So he said, Hey man, I got a room for rent. You interested? I was like, Hell yeah. And in May of that year is when I got the Thunderbird. Oh, the Thunderbird. And from day one, when I bought the Thunderbird, I bought the Thunderbird off of a drug mule that used to cart uh, kilos and no joke from Mexico. He'd bring it, he was part of a, it wasn't, it wasn't Mexican cartel, it was like a Samoan cartel. But they must have been working with a Mexican cartel. But he used to, he, when I, I will never forget buying the car from him. It was May 19, 2001. He charged me $650 for the car. It had 105,000 miles on it. Pristine condition. That'd be like a $10,000 car now. Oh, dude. And it was a, it was a nineteen ninety four Thunderbird. And I said, bro, why are you selling it so cheap? And he pulled me aside and he said, I'll tell you why, but you keep it between us. And I was like, sure. He's like, this was a mule car. And I was like, oh, what? He said it was a mule car, and I was like, what the is that? And he said, it's a car that, wait a minute, what am I telling you for? You know what it is. I'm like, no, dude, I have no clue. So for those that are listening, I'm not going to go too much into detail of what a mule car is because you can figure it out. Point is, car was in pristine condition, except it had a bad fire, um, uh, uh, spark plug wire. 
and it would misfire every now and then. So, and that was until I fixed it. <laughs> and I was living in the house off of Swallow and Meadowlark in Fort Collins, right down the street from Rocky Mountain High School. And that was what May, June, July, August, September, October. And then somebody gave somebody a trailer. In fact, I think it was a trailer that uh, a certain person grew up in. And so we are going to pick up next week there. And we're going to talk about the trailer that Doe grew up in. But yeah, he and I also lived in. And uh, I think it created some uh, of the ugly in our friendship. But you know what? Being honest and true. So tune in next week because we are going to pick up where we left off today and discuss more about our life and our friendship. So tune in next week because we've got a lot more to talk about, and I think we're going to start getting some special guests on. You were listening to TK's A Brigade. I'm your host, TK. Until next week, people, peace.